Hey, what's up, homies? Welcome to season two of Homies TV, titled Work in Progress. This is Wes. And this is Mira. In this season, we really deep dive into the minds and hearts of our members, and we really question some of the things we don't often talk about or taboo topics in our faith journey. Now, the title of this podcast is called Work in Progress. And the aim of this is to really provide an environment to listen and to be heard. We're not trying to promote a culture of dismissiveness, but to really foster a culture of listening and understanding first. So as usual, sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Welcome everyone to episode one, official episode one of podcast season two. I feel like there's going to be a lot of outtakes with Jay laughing, but that's okay. Since it's the first episode and we've gained an audience now, I guess, (laughs) we had, I think podcast season one, we had 130 something people listen to it. I thought we were going to get like 50. (laughs) I thought we were going to get 10. So you you alone, your episode, I think, has the most followed by Mira, I think. But Mira wow. just like less less one. And I, I was looking at it yesterday and there was there were listeners from Philippines and was it Canada? I think. Yeah. I was like really surprised that even though we haven't been updating it, people are still listening. And that just shows the, I guess, the power of podcasts, the the power of reach. And yeah, it's important, I guess. Um, I've been explaining every Sunday that, yeah, this podcast is not just, we're not doing it for the sake of just doing it, but um, it's really our evangelism tool and really keeping each other connected through this lockdown. Um, So I guess let's go around and introduce yourselves. So I'll go first. So my name is Wes, and I am producing this podcast with Mira. Uh, My name is Mira. I am, yeah, I guess co-hosting with Wes season two. So good. My name is Nathan, and what was the question? Maybe what you do as a living. Oh, as a living. Oh, I'm a butcher. Hi, my name's Jay, um, and I'm a teacher. (laughs) Hi, my name is John, and I work um, in operations. I, I guess as an icebreaker, um, maybe tell everyone why home church. I feel like a lot of us have come to home church, but we, you know, there's there's so many churches out there, but why home church? So yeah, I, I guess I'll go first. Uh, why home church? I at my previous church, um, a lot of people left and a lot of my friends left and James asked me to come to home church and a few other people and and I really asked the question who do I want to grow in faith with who do I want to live out my Christian life with that I can look up to and I guess ask um, questions and um, just to really grow in faith I think that was a really big one for me and so yeah Jane and Albert 
ended up going to home church. And so I followed them. Yeah, I really wanted to do life with them and I really respect them. And that's why I'm at home church. Um, I've been at home church for a while now. I think pretty much almost at the beginning. Well, um, I think seeing um, James and Sumi sort of plant home and then um, praying for them as, you know, as friends, um, uh, I think seeing and knowing about their journey, I think there was something there. Um, and I think at the time also I was at my previous church, but also considering, you know, community um, and just church in terms of its vision and mission. Um, and I think after one whole year of sort of praying about it, um, I had a lot of peace that, yeah, that um, home was where I was meant to be. And so I took that um, journey and I've been at home since. Um, so like it was when I first came to home, it was literally like James, Sumi, this other brother, and then myself, like the four of us sometimes at the very beginning. So it's been very cool seeing um, the journey that home's been and where it is now. Um, I've been, gosh, I've been at home just for a while. I wasn't part of the big, part of the beginning. Um, but I guess after, I think I've been at home just for five years, but unlike every other church member, I wasn't asked to come. It was more the opposite. Um, but in saying that I had this relationship with James where I wanted to, I guess, wanted to be part of James and Sims' life in a way of, I saw them as mentors. Um, and they were probably only the few that I knew that would that could give me brutal advice and it's something that I would take on board. Um, hence the reason why I decided to join the church. Um, I'm probably the newest member um, in this podcast. Um, I think I've been at church maybe for about just, um, just shy of a year, I think, maybe, or just about. Um, I think one of, I think mine's quite similar to Mira where um, I did pray about it for a while. Um, I haven't moved church before. This is my first time sort of making a move to a church. Um, I've previously served with Pastor James and um, and Sumi at my previous church. Um, and I think for me, again, similar to also maybe Wesley, where um, I felt like at my previous church, maybe, um, I guess, community-wise, I think there was um, there weren't many people that were in the same sort of life stage as I was. And, um, yeah, and then sort of just praying about it and then um, aligning with Pastor James' vision and um, I guess the community at church, um, at home. So I think that sort of, yeah, made me make my moves. Um, so why home church for me? Um, I never attended church before. Um, this is my first church that I'm attending um, uh, I guess why home church is basically a combination of my wife wanting to raise our children in a Christian home and the fact that um, I knew a guy who was a pastor, who was a close friend of mine. Um, and so I guess the combination of those two factors that um, I guess blessed me in my life um, and I'm kind of unknowingly I entered the church, not realizing what I was expect of what I was um, getting myself into um, and yeah and I've never looked back um, and yeah have been a Christian ever since um, enjoyed you know great fellowship with everyone at the church and yeah continuing to, to learn um, 
about loving God for everyone. I think that's really good context. Just to, everyone's background is very different, and and why we, I guess, come to this church. Um, yeah, and and something that ties us all together is, I guess, community. Like we we want to belong somewhere, you know. Um, we want to belong to a community that shares the same values, and and I guess yeah, home home was a really good fit for each and every single one of us. I believe that. Every single church out there serves a purpose and, and plays a unique role in, in this world. And especially in, in today's age when the world is quite hostile towards Christians, I, I feel like like just reading news articles and just how people are responding, I feel like, yeah, the, the, world's, the world that we live in right now is quite hostile. And if you don't have people that that are encouraging you or fighting this fight with you, it's quite hard and it's quite lonely to do it with. And that's what our first episode is about. I named it Flanders because I feel like Flanders for us, we're millennials, right? We're counted as millennials. Flanders, I feel like for me, is the very first encounter for me of what the world sees Christians as or how they feel towards Christians, like Flanders is in Symptoms Flanders. Um, So I guess what or who for you represents the Christian world out there? I feel there's like two different perspectives from people, um, I guess, how the world views Christians. There is the popular Christians, um, I guess, um, I think the actors like actors and, and maybe um, uh, song artists that come to mind, but the two that I that I know of um, are Denzel Washington and Matthew McConaughey. Um, I would regard as popular Christians and obviously many people love um, their movies and, and love who they are. And um, if anyone's watching any YouTube videos of either, um, they, they, they speak very, um, they have very motivational speeches um, in terms of, I think Denzel has a speech in regards to um, motivating college graduates and you've got the Matthew McConaughey um, speech. I think is the, is the all right, all right speech where he, <laughs> where he, um, I think he's accepting some award and he, and he um, obviously uh, thanks God firstly um and so i think yeah there's there's how the world views those popular christians and there's obviously how the world views christians that um uh, may be deemed hypocrites and or um liars or you know they've done um something wrong and i can name a few examples like cardinal pell who's obviously been um on the on the press in regards to child abuse and and also you know things that I've heard about Hillsong and how much money they earn and um and then able to obviously buy more fancy things um which could be seen from from a worldly view as yeah just acquiring wealth rather than kind of following Jesus in terms of you know sell all your possessions give to the poor um and that type of um mentality so I can see the world viewing Christians in both dark and light. I think 
Guy Sebastian would be one person that I, I kind of followed on at the very beginning when he came out and you know I was a huge support then because he you know obviously he can't claim he was Christian and um so that was exciting and like, like I remember like fully looking into like the church he attended I think it was Planet Shakers things like that um and then I know recently he's come out and out of the faith and I thought that was quite interesting um and here and there I've been um following Justin Bieber as well um, and I guess Kanye West a bit. Um, it's interesting um, to see, you know, obviously how they sort of voice their faith and all of that. But I think a part of me is also still quite sceptical about like, and I know that's just me purely being very judgmental, but like, oh, really? Like, they're Christian? I don't know. Like, I kind of have that thought at the back of my mind. Um, but yeah, I'm probably more familiar with the more like Christian celebrities. So as John was saying, sort of more Hillsong um, or like, you know, other Christian sort of pastors that have written books and all of that. And obviously like just people around me, you know, um, and their opinions of, you know, that Christian view. So when they bring up like Hillsong and things, um, it's just like super uncomfortable because I don't really know sort of how to go about it. Um, but yeah, those are probably more uh, the people or examples that I'm familiar with. Um, for me, uh, Stephen Curry, NBA player. Um, he's quite known in the NBA community to be Christian. Um, and he is he's a bit different to the other guys because um, there were players like Kevin Durant, a couple of other NBA players that call themselves Christian. But in the recent times, they've kind of lost faith in the way and they've kind of got this weird persona of being this bad boy gangster kind of thing. Um, but Stephen Curry is probably the only one that I know who's been in the NBA for so many seasons now. And he's actually like stable in the foundations of his faith. And he doesn't openly speak about it, but at the right times, he tends to um, talk about God and whatnot. Um and the other person is not a person, but it's a, it's a company, In-N-Out, In-N-Out Burgers in LA, in California. Um, in each packet, they've got a Bible verse written in each packaging, which if you read the history of In-N-Out, like they've been in controversy of with money and stuff, but recently they've decided to, um, yeah, pay like pretty much pay off all the debt and pay off all the tax invasion they went through. And it's only like recently where they've gone through this massive change. Um, so in and out is probably one group or company that I know, which I find fascinating that they do that. Um, I think maybe growing up in high school, one of the first people that I was aware, or maybe outside of high school, um, I was aware that was sort of somewhat of a celebrity is um, Jared Hain. And I know recently there's a lot of controversy um, around the fella, but um yeah, so it was interesting. So I don't know, like I don't really know that many celebrities, I guess growing up, I didn't really follow anyone that was a Christian. I didn't really, um, I wasn't aware. And I don't feel like that they were very outwardly open about it maybe. Um, and then I guess maybe more in recent times, which is a bit of another taboo topic, is um, Israel, <laughs> Malau. Um, yeah, and then I guess they're sort of closer to home in terms of um 
yeah, like just being in Sydney or in Australia. And I guess like the biggest celebrities, you know, I think, you know, you're Justin Bieber's, um, again, the controversial almost, you know. Um, yeah, so I think I, I didn't, yeah, I don't think I really sought out Christian celebrities or I wasn't really aware of too many besides your, you know, I guess your Tim Costellos and your um, Joyce Meyer, that sort of, you know, those types of you can go find them at Kurong type. <laughs> scamo, scamo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. Like everyone's got different, but yeah, like I, yeah, Israel Falau. <laughs> I got like so many people at work asked me, like the people that knew, that knew that I was Christian. Like, so, oh, so what do you think of Israel? So, I don't know who he is. I don't know. <laughs> well, like, I don't know enough. Like, I, like, didn't really care. But like, you know, those kind of questions, I guess. Uh, which leads me on to like the next question. Like, on a scale of zero to ten, how hostile do you think this world is? towards Christians and and let's just really um frame it by maybe in the context of your workplace um how hostile it is to you as a Christian or if they're hostile at all uh, for my industry so I used to be a chef before I became a butcher I think both the industries that are working in is very hostile it's like the moment you ask for Sundays off they ask you why and you say you go to church you can straight away they'll be staring at you going oh you're one of those um so for me it's been what 16 17 years since being in the industry of both of them um yeah i've never had a good experience of even asking for sundays off it it takes a lot of effort um and i've got to prepare myself to cop crap um just to get sundays off um so at least for my industry it's it's pretty hostile towards christians uh, for me, I would say 8 out of 10, just because the other two, um, I've been lucky enough to at least have managers who were understanding of me of taking Sundays off. So I can't completely say it's 10 out of 10. But at the same time, apart from them two, the two managers that I've worked with, every other person, they've, is, they've been pretty hostile. Um, so I'm a teacher, primary school teacher, um, and it's tricky. I think more and more it does feel like almost like I can't, I don't know, bring up things or like share my opinion about certain things. So obviously like when we had that whole movement uh, a few years back, um, I, it, the whole sort of atmosphere felt like, you know, everyone was very vocal about being for um, you know the LGBT and all of that and you know I know some colleagues who um, well are you know um, what's the word like identify themselves as a part of that community and things like that so you know there are those situations where it does get a bit sort of tricky um, um, but in saying that though I think there has been a whole push within the school or my school maybe um, where we're trying to be a bit more inclusive and that doesn't not necessarily like in religion but like you know culture so you know there's a whole push for like you know um I don't know like having halal food in the canteen or all of this you know inclusivity but then I still feel like I don't know like um being a Christian there's I don't know there's still that 
stigma or I don't feel as confident and comfortable to, you know, be like, yeah, I went to church on Sunday. Um, in saying that, though, I think it has been coming up in certain conversations, but obviously with colleagues where I feel a bit more comfortable. Um, but, yeah, like I'm not one to sort of say, oh, you know, well, I don't think, well, I don't agree with that. Um, so I would say, oh, like a five, five, six, maybe. Yeah. Um, so I'm also a teacher and I work in um, a disability school. Um, I think my school, it's quite a small school, so I think we're quite a close community um, and we do have quite a um, range, I guess, a, a lot of different um, people from backgrounds and um, different religions. So I haven't personally felt like there was a lot of hostility towards me um, at school. I think there's also um, quite a number of staff members who are probably more um, outspoken about their faith. Um, so I guess maybe we're just used to it, everyone having their own opinion and everyone I feel like at the moment is um, there's a lot of, you know, um, everyone has a voice and everyone needs to just respect each other. So I feel like that's sort of where we are at our school Um and in in us in my close you know surroundings, so I I don't know. I think I'm going to go for like a three, me, yeah. Um, so I work in I guess a science based industry, um, and like everyone else, maybe except for Nathan, but um, yeah, I've haven't really felt that any hostility against me. Um, yeah, in terms of in the workplace, um, I think as as. Jay said, I think everyone tries to respect each other and respect each other's beliefs and um, cultures. And, and so um, no one's blatantly trying to be hostile to Christians. But um, as Mira mentioned earlier, I think, yeah, when the heat of that movement started, I think there were a lot of people that were a little bit more um, open about their beliefs um, and weren't shy uh, about saying what they believe. Um, and thought that it was the norm to believe that way. And so I guess it just probably gave them a little bit more confidence in themselves to, to say they can, they believe this, this is, this is right. And, um, yeah. And so I guess, yeah, in terms of the score, I think I would, I'll probably do a four, um, yeah, as because I haven't ever felt any hostility towards me. Do you get any Christian stereotypes put on you? I, I think for me, like, at work, they assume that I don't drink. <laughs> so they'll be like, oh, let's go to the pub. Oh, you're Christian. You don't drink, right? It's like, yeah, I drink. <laughs> Just not much. <laughs> do you guys, do you guys have any of those experiences? I think it's quite funny, to be honest. I think for me, it's the story of my working life. Um, like every single thing that I would be doing, especially because of the high pressure situation, like the moment I'll swear or the moment I do something which I guess in a Christian view, you, you're not supposed to do those things. I'll get, I used to get pinpointed out straight away. I'll be like, Oh, Nathan, you're Christian, you shouldn't be doing that. And then I'll be like, Oh my gosh, I don't know what to say. Like, but then, like, it might, it might sound like it was a joke, but, like, it came to a point where people would be saying it in a condescending way. Where, like, I remember one time where, you know, 
the stuff was happening in the kitchen and it wasn't working out. And I was managing a kitchen. And then I remember like the guy next to me, who was my assistant, he was like, so how are you going to react to this? Like in the way where he was testing me. Um, so yeah, for me, like, especially in the kitchen, in like the hospitality life, like most of the guys are, there's a lot of broken people. There's a break, there's a lot of broken and messed up people. That's because the industry itself is just long hours. And yeah, it's interesting. Like I've I went through a stage where, yeah, people will be like, what are you gonna do next, Nathan? How are you gonna react? Like, are you gonna be all holy or you know, how are you gonna how are you gonna react? So yeah, that's that was that's my experience. Um, I've had a few experiences. Um, I wouldn't say so bad, but um, like for example, like they might see a tattoo. And they're like, oh, you know, um, but I also, um, I think that a lot of the time also I might have put it on myself. So like, so, you know, certain like social outings and stuff. Um, and this is like when I was really involved in church, like a lot, like, you know, like every weeknight, every weekday, uh, weekend. And so you know, I couldn't go to things because of church ministry or church meeting or, you know, this and that. And so I think I put that on myself where it was more like, oh, Mira can't do this or like let's not invite her because she's busy with church stuff. And so that was kind of more me putting that on myself. But definitely like, you know, if I do, um, yeah, go out on so like out to like weddings or like social outings I do kind of feel like oh maybe I should just have one drink and stop I think it's more yeah I'm just aware and I think it's also because um the the more closer colleagues that I do hang out with like they're actually familiar with church so you know some of them have did go to church and then for whatever reason they've stopped um and so <laughs> You know, they, and I think their background or their sort of journey in church has been quite like the conservative, like very like Christians can't drink, can't swear, can't do this and can't do that. And so, you know, when they do associate me with my faith and then see like tattoos or piercings or whatever, they're like, oh, that's interesting. So what kind of church do you go to? And, you know, yeah. So I've had those kind of conversations. Hmm. Um, I don't think I've had too many stereotypes put against me at work. Um, I think it's it comes off also from working with people who are Christians, but I think we're all, um, I guess one of the stereotypes might be that, um, you know, oh, Christians don't do this and, you know, like the real conservative um, Christians, but I feel like the Christians at work or like we have hard days and we, we you know, we'll not gossip, but we'll, we'll talk about it. And then I guess it kind of makes it easier, I guess, maybe for people, non-Christians to see like, oh, they're just like human, like they're like everyone else. Um, so in terms, I don't know, in terms of stereotype, I don't think there's been too many stereotypes besides like you know you're obvious like oh you have tattoos but you're a christian you're like yes okay i don't know what do you say to that you're like yep no worries <laughs> like yeah and drinks you know i don't know I, I think there's a lot of 
stereotypes people put on Christians without really knowing what Christianity is is about, which is maybe where these stereotypes come from. Um, so if anything, I kind of like if these, you know, I do enjoy conversations about certain stereotypes because, um, you know, I think the world sees Christians as like goody two-shoes, um, when in fact if you actually read through the Bible and you really find out about the characters everyone is so bad like they're really really you know they're such terrible people besides Jesus that um you know you kind of go oh you know they're not really that good um but yeah I, I think you know you just see the fluffy pretty sides of Christianity and so then everyone the world is like oh yeah so you know Christians are supposed to be like this um when in fact there's so many different layers I think to it uh, I think I find, I'm not so sure if it relates to stereotyping, but it's um, the situation where you've known someone for a period of time um, and they realise after that period of time that you are Christian and and then go, oh, I didn't know you were Christian. And, and then um, I guess it, it kind of relates to um, how they perceive Christians to be um, and once you state that fact, it becomes um, somewhat apparent to them that maybe they uh, can no longer relate to you in a way, I guess. Um, maybe, yeah. And so, um, and if you ask that person, you know, well, what, what makes you think um, that I wasn't Christian? And, and it's often quite a difficult question to answer um, for that person. Um, and so I, I don't think there's any set stereotypes that they have in their mind, but there might be kind of a grouping where they perceive um, as kind of Jay was saying um, Woody Tushu type um, Flanders type people um, would be considered Christians if you're not that if you don't fit that mould you're not um, and so um, you can yeah take put people off guard um, when they find out that you become you are Christian Hey, thanks for listening. We hope you liked the first part of our episode. If you enjoyed it, part two is next on the list. We'll catch you there. Peace.